This shit a motherfucking layup. I been Steph Curry with the shot. Been cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number seven of Curry in the Pot. I just want to thank uh, all my listeners for the continued support through the previous six episodes. So without further ado, let's get right into episode seven. Today's topics are. I'm going to discuss NBA playoffs. I'm going to discuss every game, too, and how I think every series will unfold. I uh, got a little, I got some more NBA news. I'm going to talk Carmelo Anthony. I'm going to talk the Knicks and even Chris Stapps Porzingis. I'm also going to talk a little NFL news, including referees want to get rid of uh, celebrations. I'm going to talk about the Buccaneers and I'm going to talk a little Aaron Hernandez. I also got uh, some tennis news. I got some Serena Williams news. Uh, special congratulations to her. And I uh, got some local news, so let's get right into it. I want to first discuss the games that were played on Monday night, and that was the Cavaliers versus the Pacers. And the Pacers just don't have enough, honestly. Um, uh, I think the Cavaliers are going to sweep them, and they just don't have enough. Uh, LeBron, LeBron has been turning up, man. LeBron's been balling. Kevin Love has been coming alive. And Kyrie Irving had a big game on Monday night. He had 37 points. I just don't think the Pacers have enough. I'm pretty sure most people think the Pacers don't have enough. Uh, Paul George can't do it himself. Paul George is honestly... uh, Paul George is going to look great in the Lakers uniform. I'm going to put it that way. After next season when he's a free agent, he's coming to to L.A., man. He's just auditioning right now. Uh, Paul George, uh, he's an all-star in this league. Um... But the Pacers, they just don't have enough. Uh, I thought Monte Ellis would at least give more production, but he's been non-existent. Uh, Jeff T, uh, he played he played decent the other night. Um, Miles Turner, he's been getting bullied. Uh, I just don't know with the Pacers, man. Lance Stevenson, uh, he's a wild card uh, himself. I just don't know, man. Uh, the Cavaliers are probably going to sweep the Pacers in this series. Uh, I just don't see it because uh, the Cavaliers, they put the pedal to the metal to the Pacers the other night. They just let them come back in the game, honestly. But we know that game was over with. But I just don't think the Pacers have enough. Uh, I think the Cavs are going to sweep these guys. Uh, I want to talk about the second game that came on on Monday night, which was the Grizzlies and the Spurs. Are you guys ever, like, just laying in bed and you got the TV on? Sometimes it's a basketball game, but you're not really paying attention to. You kind of on your phone. Well, that was me on Monday. I was, I, 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 it was just I wasn't watching it. I was more like listening to it. And the Grizzlies, they were uh, starting to make a comeback on the Spurs. They were hitting threes. Uh, Jermichael Green was hitting threes. Mike Conley was hitting threes. They were coming back. But head coach David Fisdale was real critical of the officiating after the game. And, uh, I mean, I agree with some of the stuff that he said. But, I mean, you just got to face the facts, bro. The Spurs are just a better team than you are. But uh, I wanted to play a soundbite after game two, and I wanted to give you guys my reaction. It's a very poorly officiated basketball game. Um, Zach Randolph, the most rugged guy in the game, had zero free throws. But somehow Kawhi Leonard had 19 free throws. Overall... 35 times we shot the ball in the paint. We had 15 free throws for the game. 
They shot 18 times in the paint and had 32 free throws. Kawhi shot more free throws than our whole team. Explain it to me. We don't get the respect that these guys deserve because Mike Conley doesn't go crazy. He has class, and he just plays the game. But I'm not going to let them treat us that way. You know, I know Pop's got pedigree, and I'm a young rookie, but they're not going to rook us. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. My guys dug in that game and earned the right to be in that game, and they did not even give us a chance. Take that for data. That's right. Take that for data. Nah, but seriously, I do think it's a problem when one player shoots more free throws than an entire team. Uh, I do seriously think that's a problem, but uh, the Grizzlies aren't going to win this series. I don't think many people even giving them a shot to win it, but they're just not going to win it, man. No, I'm saying take that for data. <laughs> but even um, uh, Coach Fisdale, uh, take that for data. Uh, he dropped the remix track on uh, Kendrick's album. I wanted to play that for y'all. That's unacceptable. That was unprofessional. But they're not going to rook us. Take that for data. Take that for data. Take that for data. He had 15 free throws for the game. Take that for data. I'm just kidding, man. Uh, moving right along, uh, we're going to talk about Tuesday's games. We had the Bucks versus the Raptors. I'm sorry I said that the Raptors are going to win in like five or six. I, I was wrong. I mean, they could still win in five, but I don't think it's going to go that way. I think the series has the potential to go either six or seven games. Uh, and I can't really tell you who's going to win. But I would say if, if I would have had my guess, I would say the Raptors will win just because they got their home court advantage. But I don't know. It's been an interesting series. Uh, Tuesday's matchup, the Raptors, Kyle Lowry actually came to play. Uh, he's still overrated in my opinion, but he came to play. He had 22 points. Uh, DeMar DeRozan also had 23. Their backcourt combined for 55. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he came to play. He had 24 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists. Uh, Chris Middleton added in 20. Uh, they've been getting some solid play from Greg Monroe, who had 18 off the bench. And uh, But the Raptors pulled away. Kyle Lowry, he had a big shot uh, under one minute in the game. Uh, he, had a, he had a clutch shot. Uh, that series is going to be really good. Uh, these teams are... Almost evenly matched. I think if the Bucks had Jabari Parker, they would probably win this series convincingly. But uh, they don't, unfortunately. And uh, I think the Raptors will probably win this in about six or seven. But it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be really interesting to see. Uh, all these both of these games have been uh, really competitive. Uh, I'm kind of excited for Game Three. This is honestly probably the best series in the first round as far as you know competitiveness goes. I know it's not a lot of really flashy players, but not a lot, not no real big time players. But I mean, it's some all star caliber players, and uh, this series has honestly been the best one in the first round, in my opinion. The is Moving the right along, the Chicago yes, the ceiling Bulls is the roof. The Boston Celtics, uh, the Chicago Bulls beat the Boston Celtics by fourteen, and I'm not letting the Celtics off the hook today. I'm sorry. Um, I thought the Boston Celtics are the worst number one seed I've ever seen in my life. Let, let, let me get that off my chest. Um, I knew the Celtics were going to get exposed for not having a scoring wing that could take some of the pressure off of Isaiah Thomas. Honestly, if the Boston Celtics were serious about winning, they would have 
they would have made that trade for Jimmy Butler. Uh, I went back and I dug up some research. Uh, the Jay Crowder was one of the reasons why they did not trade for Jimmy Butler. Now, please tell me how much sense that makes. I want to know. Uh, Boston Celtics are getting outplayed. Most of these guys have never been here before. The only guy that's really been in this position is Al Horford. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it's Al Horford. But... Uh, D Wade, uh, Rajon Rondo, he looks he looks phenomenal. Uh, he 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 almost had a triple double the other night. Um, I don't know what's going on with the Celtics, man. But uh, you guys are getting exposed. Uh, Avery Bradley, Marcus Smart, Jay Crowder, these guys, these guys can't really get their own shot. Isaiah Thomas can, but I don't think a five nine man should not be the only person that could that could score off the dribble. You catch my drift? I, I, I that's unacceptable. And they're getting exposed for that, and they're getting exposed for a lack of rim protection. Listen, Brad Stevens is an outstanding coach, but good coaching can only get you but so far. Uh, like I said, they were serious about when they would have made that trade for Jimmy Butler. We'll be talking about a different Boston Celtics team possibly challenging the Cleveland Cavaliers, but I think the only team that will do that is the Washington Wizards, and I'll talk about them a little later. Uh, we're going to talk about the night game. The Los Angeles Clippers defeated the Utah Jazz, ninety nine to eighty one, and honestly, I don't think I don't think the Clippers would have would have won that game without Rudy Gobert. But he's not out there, so I can't really say. But I truly believe they wouldn't be scoring these points in the paint. Like the the way the game started off, Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, they both got a few dunks that obviously gets them going. Uh, but I've been really uh, impressed with Chris Paul, who has been a uh, Who's been scoring a lot more lately? He only averages like eighteen and nineteen, but his playoff scoring is up to about twenty-five. I like when Chris Paul is that aggressive because he can really score with the best of them. Honestly, he can really score with the Damian Lillards, the Westbrooks, and the Steph Currys. He can score, but he's a facilitator first. But he can score. I've been impressed with um, with how he's been playing, but I think the Jazz will win this series if they had Rudy Gobert. But it's tough to see now. The series is tied one-one. Uh, we don't know if Rudy Gobert is going to come back. I hope he does, just so we could see a better series. But uh, the Jazz—they've been competing, man. Uh, they didn't—they didn't go away in that game. They—they they really fought hard. But uh, like I said, the Clippers—if they win this series, they're not getting past Golden State. They'll probably lose in four. Uh, they'll probably get swept. They'll have to break this whole thing up. Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, JJ Redick, free agents. Doc Rivers might leave. So. We'll see. Now I'm going to talk about last night's game. Uh, the Washington Wizards defeated the Atlanta Hawks 109 to 101. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, the Wizards defeated the Atlanta Hawks 109 to 101 behind John Wall's 32 points. Nine assists, five rebound performance, and Bradley Bill also had 31. Uh, Brad Bill was struggling for most of the game, but in the fourth quarter, he got it together. Uh, the Wizards' backcourt combined for 63 points. And uh, that, that's the kind of scoring they're going to need to do damage this postseason. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks, they played pretty well. They didn't go away. Paul Millsap had 27-10. and 10. Uh, Schroeder's been playing good this series. He had 23. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., he had 19, but one guy I've really been impressed on the Hawks is uh, Torian Prince. Uh, he's been playing good. He had 12 points last night, uh, but I'm, I'm proud of the Wizards, honestly. Uh, anybody that's from the DMV area, they know it. it's good. It's good to see the Wizards doing good, man. 
You know what I'm saying? It's a great thing. John Wall has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Scott Brooks got these boys playing. Uh, Brandon Jennings, uh, one guy I wanted to talk about. He he was a real big spark for the Wizards last night. He came off the bench. Uh, he had a couple of jump shots. Uh, I've been watching the Wizards lately. Brandon Jennings has been struggling, I guess. He's been struggling with his jump shot. I guess it's a confidence thing, but he looked confident last night, uh, scoring some buckets, getting uh, his teammates involved. Uh, it was just good to see uh, the Verizon Center was jumping last night. Uh, it's going to be interesting as the Wizards uh, – Go on the road to Atlanta. Uh, let's see if they could get a sweep, man. I, I picked the Wizards in five, but we're just going to have to see. Going to our next game, the Thunder versus the Rockets. And Russell Westbrook had 51 points, 13 assists, 10 rebounds, and they lost. What? Yes, they lost. Um... The Houston Rockets, I, uh, the Thunder jumped out early on him, but I had a feeling that the Rockets would come back. Uh, like I said, Russell Westbrook, he had a historic game. Uh, he went 4 of 18 in the fourth quarter, but he did all he could, honestly. He had 51 points, 13 assists, 10 rebounds. Uh, nobody else on the Thunder scored more than 12, and that's Andre Roberson. Like I said the other day, Andre Roberson cannot be a second scorer if you expect to win in the postseason, let alone win in the regular season. But he, he can't be a second leading scorer. 12 points, I don't, uh, I don't even know what to say about that. James Harden had 35 points. Uh, Lou Williams and Eric Gordon, they were big off the bench. Lou Will had 21. Eric Gordon had 22. They were both 8 out of 14 from the field, so they had efficient performances. Uh, I think... I think Houston's going to get this one in five or maybe less. But I don't know. I think think uh, Russell Westbrook is good enough to get a game. And uh, he wasn't happy. A uh, reporter brought up his stat line in the post-game press conference, and he wasn't happy. And I got the sound bite right here for you guys. How would you grade, uh, when you look at your line on the box score, how would you grade the line? I don't give a fuck about the line. You lost. That's what I want to hear from my star player. I don't give a, I don't care about the line. We lost. And they did lose. Uh, I, I had the uh, Thunder losing this series in about five, I believe. But uh, he he needs more help. Like I said, Robeson can't be your next scorer. Uh, uh, so now I'm going to talk uh, Golden State. Portland. Golden State defeated the Portland Trailblazers 110-81. to and if I didn't know any better, I would have thought Kevin Durant played last night, but he did not. Kevin Durant rested last night. Uh, Coach Steve Kerr wants to give Kevin Durant uh, four or five days of rest before game three. As you all know, Kevin Durant uh, just came back from injury not too long ago. But the Golden State Warriors defeated the Trailblazers 110-81. Uh, Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum combined for 75 in game one last night. They combined for 23. You, you can't beat Golden State like that. Your two best players have to at least combine for 30 if you want to beat Golden State. And this was without Kevin Durant. Uh, let's see. Steph Curry had 19. Klay Thompson had 16. JaVale McGee had 15 points last night. He shot 100% from the field. There has to be a stat where JaVale McGee has 10 or more. Uh, I, I want to know what's Golden State's record when JaVale McGee has 10 or more. But he had 15. Ian Clark had 13. Uh, it, it, was a, it was a massacre. Uh, Portland shot 33% for the game. 
Golden State shot 44. Uh, they just got blown out. Uh, Damon Lillard and CJ McCollum, they, they, weren't, they weren't ready to play last night. We're going to switch gears a little bit uh, to teams that aren't in the playoffs. The New York Knicks, I wanted to talk briefly about them. The New York Knicks extended Phil Jackson's contract uh, to remain the team president. I don't know why. Uh, I feel bad for Knicks fans. That's just another two years. You guys are going to suck, honestly, and nothing's going to go in the right direction. Um, Chris Porzingis did not uh, go to his exit interview. He skipped his exit interview because of uh, just the dysfunction that's going on with the Knicks. And I don't blame him, but if if you're a Knicks fan, that's not good. That's not a good sign. Uh, Phil Jackson, you shouldn't want to, you know, alienate. Your, your, your new star in town, honestly. And uh, Carmelo Anthony, uh, he says Carmelo Anthony is better off elsewhere. And uh, Carmelo's life is just going down here. I don't want to talk too much about uh, his personal life, but him and uh, his wife, Lala, they split. And uh, they're, they're separated. Uh, it's been said that uh, he slept with a stripper and got her pregnant. Then I read somewhere else that the woman he slept with uh, and got pregnant, uh, she has a master's degree. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know what to say about that. I ain't going to really talk too much about that. But uh, Carmelo Anthony's just having it rough. And the Knicks are, are the main reason for it. But uh, I don't, uh, I'm not going to talk too much about that. And I just want to say the Knicks, uh, the Knicks are just in terrible dysfunction right now. Their only hope could be to have, get a good lottery pick, but we'll, we'll just have to see. I want to talk some NFL news. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are, are going to be on, going to be featured on HBO's Hard Knocks uh, this this coming August. Uh, if you don't know, Hard Knocks is where uh, one team's training camp is is filmed. And it's going to be fun to see. Uh, the Bucks got some uh, players that I like. Deshaun Jackson, Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, uh, Chris Baker, who just came over from the Redskins, uh, Vernon Hargrave. So uh, they, they should be interesting. Last year was the Rams. I didn't really like it too much. But the Bucks are actually a team on the rise. They went 9-7 last year. I think they could, they could win 10 games this year. I think Deshaun Jackson could get them over that hump. Uh, and they should have a good draft, but we're just going to have to see. Also, the NFL Referee Association wants to get rid of penalizing players for celebration. And I think I think that would be great, honestly, because when a player gets into the end zone, he celebrates. He's he's celebrating a lot of things. He's celebrating getting to the NFL. He's he's letting out his emotions. He just it's just a good moment for them. I don't think that referees should be penalizing for them them for expressing themselves it's just not right and i would be totally happy if they get rid of it because uh boy i used to love seeing chad johnson celebrate doing the river dance uh terrell owens uh getting the popcorn from the fan throwing in his face i i want to see stuff like that i don't think players should be flagged for expressing themselves in the end zone on a different note um i want to talk briefly about aaron hernandez uh yesterday he was uh, found dead in his prison cell. Some say it was a suicide. Um, his former agent is saying it's not. There's no way he would commit suicide. This is a lot going on. But the the whole situation is truly tragic. Um, Aaron Hernandez really had it all and lost it all, honestly. Uh, he was just acquitted last week uh, of the double murder, but he was he was still serving life for another sentence. And uh, 
the whole the whole situation is just tragic. He really had it all and lost it all. And uh he just had a lot of potential as a player. Uh Patriots at, at one time had Aaron Hernandez and Gronk. Uh it would have been a special thing to see. He signed a big a big extension and then everything just started going downhill. I don't know too much about his personal life. I know the guy had tremendous potential. Um, he had a lot of potential at Florida. And uh, when he got to the NFL, he was doing some good things for the Patriots. Uh, it's just it's just truly tragic. Um, the biggest loser in all of this is his young daughter. Um, she has to grow up without a father, obviously. But with people saying that her father commits suicide, was he killed? It's just... That's just tough, and I truly, I truly feel sorry for his daughter. My heart goes out to his daughter and his fiance. Uh, just a truly tragic thing. I want to shift gears a little bit to tennis. I don't, I haven't talked about tennis on any episode, but Serena Williams announced via Snapchat that she is twenty weeks pregnant, meaning she was pregnant while she won the Australian Open. That is just phenomenal. But I want to uh, congratulate her on her pregnancy. And uh, I want to talk a little local news. The Nationals play the Braves tonight at 7.35 p.m. The Nationals are currently 9-5, and five, but we know baseball is a long season. Uh, the Wizards won last night, as I said. Uh, that series will continue in Atlanta on Saturday at 5.30 p.m. on TNT. And the Capitals will continue their series against the Maple Leafs Game 5 of that series. It's going to be on Friday at the Verizon Center. The series is tied 2-2. Two two. And uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, this is episode 7. Um, I'm, I love doing this. I love recording. I hope everybody enjoys listening as much as I love recording. Uh, I just want to thank everybody for the love and support. Uh, this is Mike Curry on Curry in the Pie. Episode 7 is done. I'm signing out. Peace. Everybody take care.